Okay. Yay. Okay. All right. So, hello, everybody, and happy Friday. Today is the last day of my kids' uh, vac uh, school, and they are going to start their Thanksgiving vacation. So, next week is going to be kind of interesting. Ah, I see there's Lasha. Hi, Lasha. Um, uh, next week is going to be kind of interesting because I'm going to try to operate and do this thing with all of my kids home and that should be interesting or not. Lasha, can you hear me? You look lovely. Can you hear me? Okay. I can like barely hear you. Can you hear me? Girl. You know, it's so crazy how this sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. Can you hear me? Okay, that means no. I'm gonna. I'm going to write something to you. Hi. Hi. Turn down your. Wait. You okay? YouTube. Is that what you're listening? Because it's giving me feedback. You. Yeah, I can hear you guys. Okay. I'm, I have my headphones in, so there's no. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. I'm so glad because like some there's usually like a little bit of a people have problems trying to you know listen, but there's some feedback. So are you? Do you have my YouTube channel open right now? Is that me or? Yeah, that's you. Oof. So close whatever that window is and just keep. I have my headphones in. Yeah, and just leave that Google Plus um, line open. Hi, Daniel. Hi. How you doing? Doing good. Tomorrow is my first ever BJJ match. And so tomorrow I'm rocking the mutton chops look. Oh, look at you. <laughs> uh, as you notice, what's different about the other ones is I'm ca I kept the soul patch right here. Oh, yeah. You got to have the soul patch. The soul patch is everything. Yeah. And strangely, I want hid the soul patch from my teachers for nearly three months in high school. You had a beard in high school? Oh my god, I would have been scared of you. Why? Like, is he 20? Has he repeated like the 11th grade five times already? <laughs> no, it just grew facial hair. I, I just got on shaving it. Well, see, I got attached to the soul patch because I just love it. Yes. No, the, the soul patch is everything. Yeah. Okay, so Lasha, um, did you get that sound situation taken care of? I think so. I had the YouTube channel open. Okay, yes. So okay. other guests who will be joining me later, please make sure you mute your... Um... Yay, Brenda is here! I'm so excited! Um, you make sure you guys um, mute the um, YouTube channel because you'll there's a delay and it just is... Blah, not, not, it's not nice. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I wouldn't have that uh, problem. <laughs> and I just have to say, Lasha, you look so pretty. Like, honestly, you look prettier live than um, your profile picture. You're pretty my picture? <laughs> Yeah, I get that a lot. You need to take another picture because it just is not showing just how beautiful you are. You're not getting, you're not like. It's because I don't smile very much. Well, you just smiling. You just doing all the smiling right now. No, you're you're pretty, Lasha. You're pretty. 
Yeah, <laughs> very pretty. Brenda, can you hear me? She's on, but I think she's muted. Okay, so let me let's just get started. Uh, I see there's somebody else that's joined us. Kimmy, hi Kimmy and Michelle. Can you guys all hear me? Raise your hand if you can hear me. <laughs> okay, so Lasha and 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 Daniel can hear me. I don't know if if everyone else can. Um, let me just tell people to okay. If you can't hear us. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do I look like a cowboy? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let me look. Let me put you on the full screen. Um, a little bit. <laughs> okay, I was going for that. I was going for that. A little bit. Like, I could see you in a big old, like, you know, a gallon hat. <laughs> okay. I was going for that, actually. Like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> You're still cute, though. I know. Thanks. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's let's get started. Okay. So um, I want to just get right into the topic of discussion, and that has to do with social consequences of dating interracially. Now, you know, I, you guys all know that um, uh, Jackie Reed had. Oh, Brenda said she can hear us fine. Okay. She says she can hear us. Okay, um, Jackie Reed was all set to um, have me coach her with the help of Interracial Dating Central and then got cold feet. Coward. This all happened while I was on vacation and it was just like watching a train wreck in slow motion because it was like, you know, it was against what my recommendations were. I felt like um, we should be reporting on this process in a controlled environment so that you know, it would be on Jackie's blog, it would be on my blog, it would be on Interracial Dating Central's um, blog and social media pages. But we wouldn't kind of, like, go out to everybody because um, black folks got an opinion about black women dating interracially, and they are not shy about telling you what that opinion is. And I see Michelle over there laughing. She's like, nod your head, yes, say amen, and all the light. all the light. Um, and, and, and it's funny because when I first came out with um, my book, Throwing, Shameless Plug, but it is my show, <laughs> um, I, was, I was doing a lot of radio shows, and um, I remember being on a radio show that was in kind of like, I, I, I want to say like the Detroit area, and a caller called in and said that... Uh, black women wanting to date interracially, that's like a mental disease. And oh if you really want to seek out men... Yeah, they said it's a mental disease. And he said, if you really want to, you know, find quality men, maybe you need to start looking in the jails and in the prisons. Oh. And I was like, wait. Oh. You're actually suggesting that black women look to men in prison oh. for quality mates over maybe dating a guy who's a different color who's never been in jail, like, really? So I knew that there was some issues going on there, and everybody has had their varying degrees of, um, you know, people having something to say. 
Um, for me, it was uh, I had a cousin who was like, "Oh, he'll date you, but he'll never marry you. He'll never marry you." I dated a Jewish guy for six years, and I met you know I met his family, and that was it. It was over. And um, I continue. I, I I'm glad I didn't listen to her. Um, but when she was at my wedding, she cried like a baby. She cried and cried and cried and cried. And I always to this day wonder, like, was part of the reason why she was crying was because, you know, it happened for me and hadn't happened for her? So I don't, you know, because yes. I think she really did love that guy. So I want to kind of get, I don't want to be, you know, mon monopolizing this because I want to get other people's feedback on um, what they've experienced. And, but let me just do a sound check real quick. Can you guys all hear me? If you guys can all hear me, can you raise your hands? Okay, great. Yay! Okay. All right. So I'm going to introduce Lasha because she's amazing. She also lives in, like, we live in neighboring counties. Like, I'm in Riverside County, and she is in San Bernardino County. Yeah, we live maybe about 30 minutes from each other, if yeah. that. We will. We must meet yeah. <laughs> eventually. My business um, partner actually lives uh, in Marietta, so it's really close. Wow. Okay. So, so we, yeah, we must make that happen. Holidays are coming. You know, let's just get together. Um, tell me about your experience dating interracially, because yours is a little bit different from what I just described. I've almost always dated exclusively interracially. Yeah, I, I have. And I'm sorry. Why 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 did you why have you always done that? What was your reasoning behind just sort of um, going that way? Mainly it was because of the subculture that I belong to. It was, it, there aren't that many African Americans in my subculture anyway, so... And that subculture is? Um, I'm goth, uh, like alternative, yeah. So there, there really wasn't that many black people around, and then when there were, I wasn't attracted to the men at all. Um, the girls, yeah, maybe, but oh, not the... Well! <laughs> all right. Always um, rings when I do these things. You guys keep talking. I'll be be back in a sec. Um, yeah, we'll so, it's like, yes. that's like how it is where I am too. Right. I have so no there, idea. There weren't that many around, and then. Pardon? No, I mean. Um, the, so I know yeah, there were there were really that many um, African Americans around at all. To me, like here in Louisiana, Sorry, I'm having I, think, I just think that I guess the, the white women haven't stepped up their game. The white women haven't stepped White women don't have to step up their game. Well, like, they have it so easy. Yeah, no. They I mean, just have to stand uh, and look pretty. Okay, so Michelle, say something. You yeah. said, can you hear me? Michelle? No, I'm, we can hear you. Hey, we can hear you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so tell tell me a little bit about your experiences and thank you for joining us. Sure. Um, well, um, I don't know where to begin. I like uh, like the others of of a subculture of sorts, uh, and I've just not really been very attracted to black men, and have not really found many black men who are truly attracted to me. 
Um, my experience has been uh, kind of limited of recent, and that is uh, Houston doesn't seem to be a city that is very open to interracial dating. Mm -hmm. I've unless heard that. you're young. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, so I'm I'm facing some challenges there, and uh, you know I'm I'm 56. And so that was uh, something else that I really wanted to kind of bring into the mix here, not necessarily in this conversation, but perhaps another uh, dating, uh, interracial dating for the mature person. Yeah, absolutely. And we actually have a um, a forum section on dating, you know, over mm -hmm. 40, because it is a different kind of perspective, and it's a different kind of, like, worldview, mm -hmm. because I feel like people who are older have sort of different challenges um, when it comes to reconciling, having a preference or reconciling their attraction to other races when maybe sure. they have been taught that, you know, a certain thing about a certain race that um, might might be conflicting because you're in your 50s. I'm in my 40s. And so I was born sort of just off of the cusp of the civil rights movement, whereas you probably still remember some of that stuff happening. So then to, you know, so so I'm curious as to, like, what your circle of, of peers thought when, especially in Houston, when I know there's a little bit of a challenge, um, what did your circle of peers think about you, you know, dating white men or men of other races? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, um, they're not they're not really that uh, that surprised because that's kind of the uh, one of the quirks of my personality. I look at people as being people first and foremost. Uh, the physical uh, aspects, be it color and uh, uh, weight and and all of those kinds of things are secondary. So um, my circle of friends have been somewhat supportive, some more overtly than others, but um, it's just, as I said, a challenge to find a quality man to, to, to get involved with or to spend any time with. Yeah, no, I, well, there's a guy in um, our group, his name is Savage Tango, and, yes, in, I read his <laughs> and he, he's in Houston, so he seems to be doing well, but I think, I mean, like, you know, he's kind of, well, he's like a kid in a candy store, because he's, you know, he's kind of just enjoying himself. I had to put some of you guys on mute because there was some feedback. Now I'm having trouble getting you guys off of mute. Um, Am I back on? Yeah, who's that? Is that Jeff? Yeah. Hi, Jeff. Yes, hey. you are, but your camera's gone. Uh, Let me, hold on a second. Okay, there you go. Jeff, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, so I see, and I'm looking at your profile picture because we can't we can't see you, but we can hear you. Um, and I see you are there with your uh, fiance. And yes, I am. <laughs> and right. so you you come to. I just want to give the audience a little bit of background because you are that guy, that like that white guy who married the white woman and had the kids and stuff, but you had a an attraction towards black women, but you came up in an era similar to Michelle, 
where it wasn't necessarily accepted. So what were some of the, okay, what made you like, take me back to like when you decided to, to get married. Take me back to why you, why you were fearful at first. Um, <laughs> that's going back a really long way. Yeah, but I want to hear. I want to hear why, you know, why that happened. Um, you know what, I, when I, when I got married, it was from the girl I was dating in high school and I settled, right? I just settled. Um, so it, it led into a really long, ugly existence for a long time and then when I finally got to a point when I could um, my kids were old enough for me to pursue my real interests um, you know I, I got a divorce and, and started dating and at that point I was free to really kind of start deciding what I really was interested in in a relationship now how did your how did your kids take it when you when this all happened, when this all went down, um, it was it was a little bit of a surprise to them. Um, you know, they they certainly never um, knew that I had interests dating interracially, um, but they're you know they were happy for me. I mean, I don't know. Okay, and um, what have you? Okay, you're a teacher. What have your have your peers said anything, or have your your friends been like, "Wow, Jeff, I didn't know you." You know, that was that was that was a thing. No, um, you know, it's it's funny because at 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 school and um, it's it's not like I've not talked about it or hidden. It. You know, I've I've hung pictures um on my wall, and and so I've always been very open about. Um, my my girlfriend and and now my fiance in terms of, um, you know having them hanging and and the kids like oh who's that oh that's my fiance so um it's never been a secret within the school that that I'm dating, um and now engaged interracially either as well um it's funny because if anything I've I've probably gotten a little bit of um little extra cred from the kids that wasn't intentional <laughs> right. But, you know, I mean, I've I've taught in in the urban area with with you know primarily um, African American students, and um, you know, I, I don't want to say they're automatically suspicious of the white teachers, but it's a different dynamic. Yeah, it gives you a little bit of cred. Okay, Daniel, I see that you have a question for him, but I want to just uh, touch on that whole you know giving you extra cred. My husband is an insurance executive. And he has his picture of, you know, us together, and he has all of our kids. And so when the black women come in for insurance and they see those pictures, they're like, hey! <laughs> like, of course, they're all like, you know, who's this white boy? And then it's like you automatically get cool points. You do. By, oh, okay, this guy, under, you know, is like, you know, at least if he, he has some understanding of, of me. And so it gives you a little bit of, a le of, I think, some leeway, right? It does. It does. And, you know, I mean, I teach high school. So, it, I mean, we're talking teenagers here. It it, yeah. it just does. You know, the, the kids are like, oh, Mr. Larry's cool. You know, he's yeah. he's dating a sister. I mean, right. it's just, it's, <laughs> okay, I guess. 
That doesn't translate well, though, for black women. It's like, okay, you date a white boy, you're just like, oh, you're not black anymore. It's uh, right. yeah, it's a totally different, totally different dynamic. Daniel, what's your question? Jeff, uh, here's my question. If you, it, uh, here's the thing. I'm 21, and I I barely get to have a chance to settle down with a woman to get make her my girlfriend. But here's the thing. I want there's no future reference uh, to if I would want to marry a woman how long should I wait <laughs> wow um didn't know I was doing doing that kind of <laughs> no I um <laughs> you know it's 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 funny because this, this is going to sound like a cliche but you really kind of know when you know um I think as as the relationship goes along and so there's there's not a set amount of, of time. Um, certainly, you know, um, my my fiance who's beside me right here and right now, um, you know, we did we after a, a few months we we started just talking about longer term future and 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 we knew that you know. Um, that was gonna that was gonna be together. That meant together, and, and we started talking about marriage. Um, okay. Thanks. Well, well, here's the thing, Daniel. Let me just. You're 21, yeah. and I recommend you date for like five years. <laughs> yeah, minimum. Thanks. <laughs> because I'll, you're I'll you're very young, and yeah. when I was 21, I was I might as well have been 12. I was still really immature. And I didn't start coming into this whole adult thing until I was like 25, 26, 27. And so to ask Jeff at his age, you know, when, it's a little bit different from when you're in your early 20s and you're trying to find yourself because, like, when you get to that age, you just, you know, you know what you want. You, like, been through all the BS and all of the crazy relationships. And you're like, look, this, this, and this. Okay, we get along. Okay, let's go, you know? But young people don't necessarily follow that same path because they're still trying to figure out what they want, right? Uh, Lasha says, keep dating as long as possible. Lasha, you, why do you say that? You're muted. Uh-oh. Let's see. How do I get... Lasha, can you unmute yourself? Okay. Well, you figure out how to unmute yourself. <laughs> then I'll come back to you. And Brenda, can you... Are you... Is your audio on? Because I want you to say something. Well, my comment on? is, like, a wise man told me he's been married for so long. He's, he's middle-aged. He told me... If you want, if you want to marry a woman you've been dating, wait two years, then propose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, you'll know after a year. Lasha, okay, I think you're off mute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it feels so retarded today. <laughs> That's um, okay. Yeah. And, wait, dating. I just want to say too, Kimmy. Kimmy, do you see? I'm ta I'm talking to you, Kimmy. Um, you are also muted. Get off the mute. Take your mute off so I can talk to you. So I can say hi. Okay, Lasha, go ahead. I'm sorry. Please keep dating as long as possible. That way you have, you know what you want. You'll see and you'll get to experience lots of different kinds of relationships. You'll see what works for you and, and what doesn't. I, I've never been married and I'm waiting because I have a lot of little idiosyncrasies that 
people have to get over and, and, and the same thing people need to know you just need to know the right one it'll you'll know it when when it happens but it's not something that you really that you need to rush because the birth rate in America is way too high for for that I think that you should also date a little longer um, because so that you could learn who you are as a person as well because you will continually yeah because to me like there's one thing I will not do there's one thing I will never do I'm in college I will not sell down until my college degree is in my pocket and my career is off and yeah that's just the main fact I will never sell down with A1 until my college degree is over with good for you Okay, so like, okay, so I wanna I wanna go back to this whole, you know, the objections that black women face when they date interracially, and you can find this if you guys have my book, you can find it on page twenty four, and it was just this funny, like this list of funny things that people had reported that they that people had said to them when they said that they were dating somebody who was non-black, and one. A person said, my great aunt's response to my engagement to a white man was something like, don't come crying to me when he kills you. White men don't know how to leave like black men. <laughs> it's like, okay, can we just focus on that for a minute? Don't come crying to me when he kills you. <laughs> I mean, just... Okay, so then it and then it just got worse. It's, um, this is a real statement I heard from a woman regarding why she didn't date interculturally. She said that she can't date an African man because all of them have three or more wives, and besides, I ain't running around the jungle with my hair all nappy trying to avoid lions and tigers and bears. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm not done yet. There's more. Nope, it, can't it be a because I want to win that electric slide contest down at the club, and he gonna mess me up. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, but here's the thing: my husband cannot dance. I mean, he he dance well. He he did cotillion. He could do like all the white people dancing, like the waltz and all of that stuff. But like he can't he can't dance like. You know, and so it was like a thing for me. I was like, well, I'm like, I'm just gonna be married to a man who just can't. Dance. But then it's like, okay, can't dance, but you know, he's a really good guy. You know, can't dance, but you know, has a savings account, knows how to pay the bills. Can't dance, but thinks I'm amazing. Can't dance, but great father. And you know what I mean? So you kind of weigh it out, and you're just like, how important is the fact that he can dance? You know what I mean? So, just kind of weigh that. Um, okay, this one's a funny one. I almost don't even want to say it. I can't date a white guy because he would laugh at my nappy pubic hair. Oh my god. <laughs> um, no comment on that one. Yeah, it's definitely. That shouldn't even be a comment. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Flush. <laughs> I was, I was like, what? Uh, Brenda said, shave solves the problem. I wonder if anybody's ever done that. You think anybody's ever done that? 
Lasha says, totally not a problem. Why is it not a problem, Lasha? I don't know if we should go down this road. <laughs> oh, she waxes. Ooh, okay. okay. <laughs> I waxed one time, and that's it. I won't ever do it again. It, literally, I cried. <laughs> I think it hurt more acutely than having my four kids. It hurt so bad. I don't understand people who can wax, but whatever. Okay, so here's, here's one for you guys. I can't date a white man because it's pink. <laughs> Wait a minute. But, but does it work, though? <laughs> 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 what does it mean? Does it work? That is cool. <laughs> uh, and what does that mean? <laughs> they're not all pink. Can you actually see down there at relevant times? Really? Like, really? You looking that? Okay. Um. Okay, and then okay, so so the, so that the white and black doesn't like completely monopolize. The last one was, I can't marry an Asian man because they eat too much rice. Rice. No, that's, that's people are weird. I know. So I mean, but. I bring all that up to discuss like the absurdity of how people talk themselves out of finding somebody really special because I, I really think it boils down to people just being afraid, just being fearful and maybe trying to find an excuse to reject somebody before they get rejected. What do you guys think about that? I think there's a lot of validity what you say there. You know, it's kind of a fear of the unknown almost. And, the, and the, the silly part is, right, it doesn't matter what package we come in, we're, we're all still people, right? Yeah. I mean, when we get hung up in, you know, the phrase black woman or white woman, a woman is the key part there, right? right. So, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I agree a lot with what you're saying here, that it's really this fear of just not... I have to, okay, so I have here. I see here. We have the single advice. It's so long. It cut up. It says someone said that to me too. Somebody said to you that you can't date an Asian woman, a man, because they eat too much rice. Really? What's wrong with rice? There's nothing. I don't eat rice. rice. But I love rice. I <laughs> I have given up rice. It's my That's favorite food. Whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Regina, Regina from Singles Advantage. Okay, and you, Regina, you are on mute. But if you have something to say, you should unmute yourself because right now you're on mute, and it sounds like you got something interesting to say. And Daniel says he likes your name. Daniel is so sweet. Rice is great. I don't yeah. Who's speaking right now? It's Lasha. Oh, okay. Hey, Lasha. Hey. Now I can hear you, but I can't see you. Yeah, I, I had to choose one or the other. Oh, okay. See, that's what happens when you live in the sticks. Yeah. Don't remind <laughs> me. I hate this place. I want to move Okay, I'm, I'm just curious about the whole goth culture. Okay. What is it? 
wearing like pasty makeup and black lipstick or really dark burgundy lipstick, dyeing their hair black. Like, is it is, like what? It's it's involved. Uh, I mean, <laughs> definitely <laughs> involves from what you um, what you may remember of of it from like the eighties and early nineties and stuff. It's just uh, it, it's still dark. It's still uh, you still have the pasty whites. But what is it inspired by? It's it's mainly inspired by just appreciation of like the darker subculture of life. You know, being able to see both beauty in your your normal typical everyday, and then still being able to see it in uh, something darker that you wouldn't necessarily um, you wouldn't or ordinarily see it in like black flowers or um, just the night in general. You know, it's just about balance, and it's mainly based. In, in in the music, just like the hip hop culture is based out of you know hip hop music, it's the same thing with us. We have like just it's just a different form. I don't know how to explain it. I've been around for like twenty years. It's just hard for me to explain. It. Either have because you're just in it for so long. It's like trying yeah. to explain it. But I mean, it's it's funny because I'm like when I think of goth, I think of like Dracula creatures. Of the <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's, that's and I, and old I, and romantic I like kind horror, of. I like reading horror fiction, and so like yeah. the goth thing mm -hmm. comes up, and so it's intriguing to me. So that's why I was asking. But hey. Oh no, it's okay. Um, like I <laughs> said, I wrote that whole blog for you. I'll let you read it eventually. Um, but no, it's it's just now now Kaya. It's hard to explain. Kaya, are you there, hun? I see your pretty profile, but I don't. I don't see you. And Regina, you're also muted. Kimberly, are you also on mute, or can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey, Kimberly. Well, okay, so give me a shout-out. Where are you? Because I think this is the first time you've joined the conversation. I want to give you a chance to say something. I'm from Detroit, about five minutes outside Oak Park. Uh, I'm in Oak Park, but I'm outside Detroit. Ah, you're right by Jeff. Jeff, holla. Hey. Oh, okay. What? Oh, Park. <laughs> so. I know it well. Oh, okay. Oh, Park is pretty. Is a pretty nice place, isn't it? Isn't it pretty nice? It is. It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of diverse. It's okay. A lot of Jewish, like a lot of black people. It wasn't as many white people, but it is getting there now. Okay, shout out to Ashley who just joined us. So tell me something. Now you're in D Detroit. Tell me, um, what what do some of your sisters and your brothers say about you, you know, dating interracially or having an interest in dating interracially? Well, I have no like my mother. She passed away. I don't have any sisters and brothers for real. So. Um, I have a cousin that does. I think I've never told anything. My best friend, she don't really care. I don't think. But other than that, I really don't have a problem with it. I think black. I need to hear black. some horror stories. I need to hear some. My brother said he was going. He was going to disown me, and I was set to inherit two million dollars. And my father found out my boyfriend was Asian, and he said I can't get the money. Yeah, he's the best my first boyfriend. 
Well, with letters, where I come from, we do have like our fellows about who we wanted, who, you know, I guess the stereotypes basically about people like, you know, the Asians, you know, we assume that they not packing, so to speak, so ain't nobody got time for that. So, um, African people have, you know, things about dating, African about dating. So, I don't know. <laughs> but that's everybody's cool. All right. Know. Well, Detroit is the place that nobody cares, I guess. <laughs> right. Kimmy, where are you? Hey, y'all. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. You are so cute. I like your hair. Thank you. Is that, are those dreads or sister locks or what? No, actually, I put the. Um, post up on the Google Plus. Um, these are those faux locks. Oh, so you're the one who had the thing, and I was saying, oh, I love yeah. it though. I like Thank it. So and Kia is in Topeka, Kansas. So tell me, have you experienced any pushback from your desire, or if you had an interracial relationship, have you had like? You know, give me some drama. Y'all need to. Y'all have had it entirely too easy. <laughs> well, I guess I really haven't had any drama. It's just I've basically just really made it known that I do have a preference, and this preference is is kind of sort of new because it's I would say for about three years now. But um, when I talk to my mom about it, she just does it. She doesn't understand. She says that basically she doesn't what I would see in someone interracially. You know, she thinks black men, Our black God. women should be with black men. Right. So they just really don't get it. Right. So, well, but, um, yeah. no disowning or anything like that. Okay, well, I'm glad for that. I'm glad. I mean, you know, I was just exaggerating. You know me, I'm a drama queen. <laughs> But, um, okay, so with my, I have to tell you guys a story. So with my husband, he did experience um, some pushback from his family. So this was kind of very hurtful for a situation. So I'm sharing this with you. I mentioned it in the book, but I'm going to share it with you guys because it was, um, it was hard because his father is a very highly esteemed person in the uh, the county that they live in, which is Fairfax County in Connecticut. He's a judge. He's a superior court judge. Wow. And he, you know, grew, I mean, he was born in the 40s. And he, you know, he was born in a time where um, your wife is sort of, and it works as an extension of promoting you professionally. And, you know, so he, like, kind of came into his own like during that whole Mad Men time where people were like throwing cocktail parties and you come to so you know so and so's house and they you know they have cocktail parties and you look at the little wifey and it's all you know so he said to my husband when he found out um that we like we broke up three times before we finally decided that we were going to get married and he told my my husband you know, I was really glad that you, you know, I was kind of relieved that you broke up with Chris because I don't think that she would be good for your career. 
said that. That's yeah. mean. And you know, and then he also said, you know, he was he was like, I'm a family court judge, and I find that the more similar people are, the less problems they have. You guys are so different, blah blah blah. And my husband was so hurt by that that it created a rift between um, him and my father-in-law for like a year or two. Because he just, I mean, you know, it's like he's a family court judge before that. He was a criminal court judge. And so he saw all these, like, baby people coming up, you know, oh, you left your kids out in the car while you was, like, going to go buy some bud. You know what I mean? Like, he saw, like, the like the base of our culture. And, like, they have no black friends. They still <laughs> have no black friends. <laughs> like, they have a black daughter-in-law and still have no black friends. Like, these are the whitest of the white people. And, Chris, go ahead. But Chris was was. Do you think that his assessment was based on on um, the differences being one of color only, or his limited uh, perception and interaction with blacks? In other words, that there there. Uh, I hate to use this word, but a class difference. Um. Absolutely. Because he at that point he didn't know me that well. Like now. It's a totally different thing. So I'm telling the story because they've totally changed. I mean, they've totally changed their tune. Like, you know, they're so. You know, I I was the one who told my my husband because there was a time where he had gotten laid off from his job, and he was kind of depressed. And I was like, "Look, you went to one of the best colleges in the country. Okay. You right. white, <laughs> and you're a man." <laughs> You better get your ass out there and get a job. Please. <laughs> I was like, gotcha. His, his mother was like, you are the best thing that ever happened to my son. Because once I did that, I mean, he's still working the job that I was like, you better get out there and get a job. He's been 10 years he's been at this job. And we have had a very prosperous life um, with me basically kicking his ass. Good for you. Good for you. And and so I have earned, you know, it's sad that I had to earn because it was like these people had these preconceived notions, but now they're like, have you seen our daughter-in-law? She was on CNN, and oh, she's got this blah, blah, blah. She's on her new show, and like he, my father-in-law is like, he's got his wallet of all of our kids, and he's like, have you seen my grandkids? These are my California grandkids. So. <laughs> It's 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 been a total about face, but it certainly did take some time. Yes, Daniel, I was on CNN like two or three times. I think twice. Yeah. Good. Um. So yeah, so it took some time for them to kind of get to to know me, and it's kind of you know it's kind of jacked up that the stereotypes and preconceived notions make it harder for us to break down those barriers and I feel like black women we have such a challenge it's not fair but it just is and we have to we're make always gonna have that challenge huh we're always gonna have that challenge though it's whether we're yeah. willing to, what we're willing to do about it. yeah 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 I mean you seriously do oh I see I see now okay Regina 
Yes, I had to use my cell phone to get through. Sorry. That's okay. Somebody else said that last uh, last week that they the only way they could talk was through their cell phone. So, Regina, tell me a little bit about you. Well, you're I'm new to from the group. Northern California, Brentwood. Mm-hmm. And I saw uh, some of your YouTube postings. I thought they were amazing because I'm in singles ministry. Um, at okay. my church and also in the community of San Jose and there's quite um, there's not a lot of black women involved but there are lots of other cultures and just hearing your post gave me lots of encouragement because I've dated interracially several times and I want to be able to share that knowledge and encouragement with other black women that I'm in in you know association with and and so tell so tell me a little bit about your experiences. Yeah, well, your camera is backwards. Actually, when I was in high school, this back in the eighties, when it really wasn't as popular, but it's not as um, um, stifling as it would in another state. California is very liberal, and I'm in the East Bay, and I got one of the guys. We're on the same track team, and he asked me out to lunch, and so we're having lunch at high school. And when this, this other guy lived in my neighborhood, happened to like me, and he saw us having lunch together, and he harassed us so bad. He kept singing that song back in the 70s called Louie Louie. Yes. Go, Do you remember that song? Yes. <laughs> yes. He, he kept singing that song. He followed us all over the campus, just haranguing us. Wait, so, 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 so was the guy who was singing Louie Louie, was he black? Yeah, he was a black guy. crazy that day. I'll never forget that as long as I live. Okay, so Regina, your camera's backwards. Daniel oh, wants to see you. Okay, there you go. And so did so he was just trying I mean it's that's a classic story. It's like, okay, you didn't pay no mind to me and now this white boy is like sitting next to me now you you know Well actually he really did like me but he was just so silly and I was not interested in him and he would always come over to my house and I would tell my dad, Dad, tell him I'm not home and then <laughs> my dad was like, Oh, go in there, she's in there and I'm like, What is he trying to do? Because he wanted you to he wanted you to date a black dude. <laughs> Probably. So yeah, that was a crazy experience. But throughout the years, like um Whatever race, because I see people as people. I try to, you know, look at their heart, not their skin color. But I know back in the '90s, it was really hard for me to date a black guy, because that's when like MTV and VH1 and BET became very popular with videos, and it was a lot of, um, of course, you know, R&B and rap. They featured a lot of white women in their videos, and so there was like an increase in interracial dating between black men and black women. And during that time, I found it very difficult to uh, date a black guy. Wow. Well, so the media was very important. It was it was hitting really hard with that. Yeah, I mean, for me, like I honestly thought, I okay. So there's a feedback. Some of you guys, one of you guys has my YouTube channel on. I don't know who it is, but y'all need to shut it off. Okay. So I can hear myself. Can you guys hear me? Hear myself? Can you? I know you hear that. Okay, good. Okay. Um, the nineties was an interesting time. I had fun. Okay, who said that? Michelle. 
Yeah, uh, it, the, the 90s was an interesting time because I'm, I'm thinking about like Jungle Fever and Queen Latifah, Tribe Called Quest. Like that was when I kind of came into my own. I was in my early, I was, yeah, I was like young. I was, you know, I graduated from high school in 91 and I met oh my, my husband in 99. <laughs> Daniel's a 90s baby. I have my daughter at 90. So like the 90s was, I, feel like it maybe it was just me romanticizing but I felt like it was really a golden era in a lot of ways for black people it was it we had the Cosby was. show I came into my blackness thank you another conversation <laughs> but we had I mean we had like conscious rap I mean Junk, and you guys, I love Q-Tip. Oh my God! To this day, if he came walking into my bedroom, yeah. I'd be like, "Husband, who? No, no." Same here. Same here. <laughs> I love yeah. his. Oh my God, he's so sexy. So Q-Tip, Common, all those guys. Like, yes. Yeah. And so yeah. I mean, like, and so that was like a really interesting time culturally for 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 black people. I think we did have some challenges because that was sort of the height of the AIDS epidemic in the black community. So that we had that and we also had but we had this really like sort of a renaissance of like, you know, blackness and embracing blackness and positive hip hop and all that stuff that came out and then during that time you're right though. There were a lot of black men who you know was and it came as a you know from it was a difference from the 80s when it was like, okay, we've gotten all of these benefits from the civil rights movement. We've won, we've won the the fight, and and so now I'm gonna date white women. <laughs> yeah, when the hip hop guys came out, the white guys came out that were in the hip hop that started dating black women. That's how I noticed it. Really? Um, yeah, that was it. Fine young, uh, fine young teenagers, um, the tap the bottle guys. Mm -hmm. Like that was, I, I just knew right then and there. I was like, oh, okay, there are white guys that like hip hop and they like black girls too. Yeah, it's weird, but I like it. So yeah, and, and, and you feel like, and the, with the media, you get your cues. Like people think, oh, the media doesn't matter. Oh, yes, it does. Because the, the more you see it, the more you can see yourself doing. It. You're like, okay, there's a girl. Or there's a guy who looks like me, and he's with a girl that looks like the guy, you know, the girl that I like. Okay, maybe this can work. So there's definitely a connection between what we see in the media and what we view as acceptable um, for us to pursue in our own lives. Does anybody else have anything to say? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to, to kind of, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I don't mean to monopolize the conversation. That's all right. Um, I would like to say, yeah, true enough, I, I'm a little older than everyone else here, but um, I think that the, um, I'm trying to find the, the delicate way to put this, uh, the mixing of the races back in the day. My family on one side is originally from Virginia, for example, and it wasn't until 72 with the Loving case that uh, that law was taken off the books in Virginia where blacks and whites were not allowed to marry. There were whites in my family um, and uh, I think that Daniel probably could relate to this um, 
there in Louisiana that you have black people there that look white just as you do in several other states. Where I'm going with this is that kind of influenced some of my decisions to look at people as being people because within my family they went from white to black as coal and not just white as in Caucasian but uh, technically a, 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 a black person but just happened to have the features and the, the colorations of a white person so um, for me and my experiences I was brought up not to see color but again being a little older and you guys having had the, the benefits as you said of the civil rights movement I still suffer through that uh, to the point that I chose to go to a college here in Texas that was uh, predominantly male. I went to Texas A&M and that was just not an easy school to go to, not in the 70s. <laughs> and the fields that I have chosen for my careers, uh, someone's laughing so you must know, but yeah. uh, the, the careers that I have chosen have all been male-oriented careers because I was there fighting that fight. The, it, the civil rights fight may have technically been won, but there was the female fight, the, the, white, the fight for equal rights, and I'm not talking about total equal rights into a political thing, but <laughs> equal pay to this only making 77 to 78 cents on the dollar. Right. Um, I, I'm trying to put a lot in here to say, well, I don't even know if it's germane to the conversation totally, but... Um, It, 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 it influences some of the decisions that I have made with respect to dating folks interracially and hope that that's something that you guys have not had to experience. Right. And, I, and, and the thing is, is I feel like, like even with my kids, I have a, 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 a daughter who's about to be 17 and, um, you know, the, the idea of interracially dating for her is, is not... She's already expressed a preference in, in 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 guys that she likes. She says she likes white guys, and I was like, "Oh no, did I do that?" Because <laughs> I, I I didn't want to. I felt kind of like, "Did I? What did I do that?" You know, because of all the things that I do. Uh -huh. But her father, you know, her her bio father is very involved in her life, and he's and he loves her dearly. But she just she says culturally, I just have more in common. And you know that's just they think I'm too white. I white. talk white. Exactly. I'm too white for them. So it's not that she's saying no, I don't find them attractive. But she's just like, but you know, based on the culture that you've raised me in, um, and the value system, and 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 all that stuff. Like my kids don't even watch BET. Like I don't let them watch it. They think BET spells bet. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so they've had this limited view, and so like they go into their like, I mean it's funny because I do have, I mean I, you know we, you know we, we still have relationships with my family, but you know with black folks you got, you got the high end, and then you got the low end. Yeah. <laughs> and right, so right. my, so the high end is who you know it's like my 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 relatives who live in Orange County. They do very well. They're, you know, it's a good representation of what we are. But then we've got, like, you know, Uncle Larry who just, you know, just not finished doing 20 to life. You know, and the kids are like, <laughs> they don't know what to do. 
it's a different culture. It's not normal. So they just go with what they feel comfortable with. And so he just kind of feels comfortable going there. And I just have to be okay with that, you know. I think the I still younger feel generation is a lot more comfortable. I feel a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I would like her to like all races, not just be like, oh, I just like white boys. Because I feel like that limits well. her. Am I wrong? No, she probably no. will. She just hasn't had that experience. She probably hasn't met that one African American guy that she can actually relate to. You, True. You never know. There's. I mean, cause there's there's this guy who goes to her school. He's on the basketball team. Um, he's black, but he could tell he comes from a really good family. And, like, he comes to her house, they play video games together. Like, she doesn't, you know, she's not really that into boys. Like, she's had one boyfriend for a week. Like, she just, she's just, like, not that into him. She's not boy crazy. But so she has a lot of guy friends. And so this guy who comes over, they're, like, playing, you know, uh, uh, what is that game, that war game? Uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So they're, like, playing Call of Duty. And, but then, the, so this, the, the guy, you know, he's black and... He's like, he knows all the Disney show tunes. So when a five-year-old comes in, you know, he turns it to Disney show tunes channel. And he's singing them. she doesn't like him. And she doesn't like him. I'm like, I love this guy. <laughs> That's <laughs> why she doesn't like him. And I can tell that right. he likes her. And I'm like, why don't you like this guy? She's just like, Mom, his teeth are crooked. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's your reason? He's cute, but your his teeth are crooked. Like really? Oh. Don't don't be that mom sets up your your daughter with the black the other token black kid in the school. That's the worst. I you that's me too. Anytime you see a black person in our school, it's like oh, he's black. No, it's not like it. No, because most of the a lot of the black kids hang together, and they do have that kind of like. Whatever they think like they, that hip hop culture. Whereas he's like, you know what? I'm on the basketball team, but I do Disney show tunes, and I, you know what I mean? And I love him. I love him. Corny. This does not want to yeah. have anything to do with him. Right there. I'm like, please like this black boy. <laughs> but she just, I mean, you know. They're gonna like. They're gonna, I think they don't. They purposely don't like the people that you like for them. They really True. don't. I should have just said, I hate his guts. They would have been dating next week. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So it's eight o'clock, and you know this old lady. I don't do well after eight, especially after you know I've been doing these on uh, this troll sippy cup. Um, Kia, did you want to have something to say? Kia says, teeth are important. I'm with you, Regina. Nothing <laughs> about teeth, I, sorry. I, I, I feel like if your breath doesn't stink and you don't have halitosis, <laughs> you know, like, do they have to be, I have a gap in my teeth. Is that, is you, Kia, yep, like, no. Nope. Oh, I think that's great. No, crooked yeah, teeth. that's really good. It's like nope. <laughs> Gaps are beautiful. It reminds me of that cat. Have you guys seen that cat on Facebook where he's got his back turned and he's like nope? 
No. Never seen it. Grumpy cat. Grumpy cat. Oh, that. Oh, that. You're not kissing me with the yuck mouth. Oh, no. Not at all. I do not play that. Uh -uh. If I see someone with the really bad teeth, I'll focus on the teeth the whole Mm -hmm. time I'm talking to them. It's it's horrible. It's a horrible habit I have. Bad teeth are one thing, but it depends on how crooked they are, you know? I, I mean, I feel like. If the guy is good looking, you know, he like gets a check. Like, you're not going to give him a break for his crooked teeth. I mean, he, he just, I didn't even notice he had crooked teeth. And she was like, he does, mom. Next time he comes over, look. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> because I think about when I was in high school, I would have been all over that. That would have been my man. I just, I, I don't get it. I'm like, he's like 6'11". Wow. But you know what I'm saying? He's like, well, he had me with the Disney show tunes. Because I was like, you're a nice guy. If you can sit down with my five-year-old and sing A Whole New World, <laughs> you're my kind of guy. I want you to date my daughter. <laughs> wait, well, wait till your five-year-old gets older. I'm sure she I know. I'd be curious to see like who they like. You know? Yeah. Look at Michael Strom. I sing that song sometimes. You sing that what song? No, no, no. I mean Michael Strahan. Okay. Okay, who who wants to sing a Disney show tune to close the show? Mm-mm. Who can sing? Please don't sing. That's what I was thinking, Lion King. <laughs> Did you guys see the video? <laughs> I kind of dig that one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but apparently the... See, uh, Kaya was thinking Frozen. Okay, Kaya, can you sing Let It Go? Oh. Let It Go. Oh, God. Let It Go. I need to get my five-year-old. She knows the whole... She knows everything. She knows all the words. Let It Go, literally. Let It Go. Let It Go. That song, it, it's a curse. Why? You know, I, I went to I went on a missions trip to Mexico in April, and there were some teenagers on the bus. It was like a youth trip, and I was so tired from working the whole week. <laughs> but, but I bet you know it, though. Asleep. And those are Mexico. <laughs> I was hearing it in my sleep. See, and <laughs> you probably know the words. So you need to just sing the clothes. Oh, God. Regina, come on, sing. Let it go. I, this is really crazy. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Somebody needs to be brave enough to close this with a Disney show tune. Hang hey, on, love. Be right there. Huh? Let's all sing. Okay. Sing the Lion King one. Okay. Who's going to sing it? Regina, you going to sing The Lion King? I'm going to sing A Whole New World. Okay. Sing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Right, well, okay try not to laugh. Yeah, because I can't sing, so okay, don't be laugh. Quiet. That makes it be respectful. Daniel's gonna sing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, it's frozen now. Whoa. See, he just got saved. I'm muting because I'm laughing. <laughs> Well, if Daniel can't do this song, who else is going to do it? 
I on, wish I knew the Bill. words. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. I'm going to sing one because it's, it's, it's kind of irrelevant because you know how I call men who are non-black um, rainbows, R-A-N-B-E-A-U. So, <clears throat> over the rainbow. What's the next line? <laughs> Skies are blue. <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> Maybe you'll get your rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It was fun as usual. Definitely. Oh, they're in the land that I dream of. Kaya knows the words. Okay, come on. Give me the other words. Keep going. They're a land that I dream of. <laughs> and there's nothing else. Uh, once in a lullaby. Oh, oh yeah. Once on a lullaby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Go, girl. Love you. Mwah, mwah. Take care. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Good night. Night.